0: hello everyone and welcome back to can i get you a drink my name is dana before we jump into this episode i'd like to give you your weekly reminder to vote i will leave a link in the episode info where you can find information on early voting and drop-off locations i will also leave a separate link in the episode info where you can educate yourself on sars in nigeria and the protests against police brutality Again, it's not just a Nigerian issue, it's a human rights issue, so it is incredibly important that you educate yourself and support where you can. Anyways, today my guest is one of my closest friends, Olivia Rose Case. Today we talk about body image and the fitness industry, and of course, eat, pray, love, Just a little content warning for you, I do bring up an eating disorder around the seven minute mark, and we talk more about body image around the 27 minute mark. This was such a fun episode to record, so I really do hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, here is Olivia Rose (laughs) Benengase. Olivia Rose. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what are you drinking, girl?
1: Um, I am drinking a good old cup of joe. I've got some Nut Pods creamer in it. Have you ever used that brand? I
0: ha- actually, I don't know.
1: It's not my but I've favorite. Heard,
0: I've heard of it, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not my favorite, but you know, it's doing the trick today. Put a little cinnamon in it, froth that oh. bad boy up. And here she I said am.
0: fall. She said fall is here.
1: Cinnamon, <laughs> and I think it's hazelnut flavored, if I'm correct. So we're just living the life.
0: She's she's doing it up. I am also drinking coffee. I Full disclosure, I <laughs> was like, oh, I will uh, make myself like a matcha latte, an iced matcha latte, and it'll be grand, and it'll be great. And I'm trying to work out ratios in terms so of lovely. making matcha. I use because like I I don't think I've been using enough matcha in my matcha lattes because it turns out too watery, too creamy. I'm like, this isn't it. So I tried putting more in, um, and put too much.
1: <laughs> matcha is very like grainy, isn't it? Like if you put too much, it gets clumpy. That's well, like I wordy. sifted mine.
0: I sifted mine and used, like, an electric, like, hand.
1: If people what could see that my thing? face. I just gasped. You <laughs> sifted your matcha?
0: I sifted my matcha. Wow. Thank you. Um. Well, it still tasted horrible. It was horribly <laughs> better because I used way too much powder. And <sighs> I'm just upset, disappointed in myself. But we're going to get it right, and I'm going to figure it out, and Good. it's going to be great.
1: Do you make your matcha with water or with, like, your whatever milk substitute that you use.
0: I use, okay. So I usually use water to like make like the pasty, like blend the matcha into liquid. I use water. And then I usually use like oat milk. Yeah, mostly oat milk to like top it off. But just wasn't, hasn't been happening for me. And I'm just disappointed and, if anybody has any tips, please send them my way because I can't Yes.
1: Send Dana the matcha tips. Slide into her DMs. She <laughs> needs the tips.
0: I need tips and I need men. Anyways.
1: Oh, ain't that the truth? Oh <laughs> man- god.
0: I'm recording I'm recording a <laughs> recording a podcast in the middle of the day and that just came out of my mouth. That
1: I'm not surprised. I mean like we're in a quarantine, what else is there going to think about other than like a good cup of coffee and like maybe a guy? And like your life crumbling to pieces and trying <laughs> to that it okay.
0: <laughs> you make a strong point there, Olivia. I, mean, that's I... what I've
1: been doing so
0: <laughs> I can't seem to find the lie.
1: Yes, you you do know. <laughs> I only speak the truth. <laughs>
0: Oh, so how are you? What are you up to?
1: Um, I'm good. What have I done today? Um, I taught at Pure Bar this morning, which was lovely. Um, you know, social distancing, all of that fun stuff, which is new for everybody, but we're making it work. And mm-hmm. then, um, I got my nails done. I'll show the camera to you, but friends at home, you can't see. But it's like a magenta pink color. So, so I did. Uh, yeah,
0: did you do gel.
1: It's that dip. What is it called? SNS? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's oh, like I've always wanted to try UV lights. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not as in tense because, I don't know, you hear things on the internet. You hear things on the internet. You see, you read things on the internet. <laughs> and I have obviously read that the UV lights from gel, you know, this, that, and the other for your fingers. So the SNS is like a dipping powder. So it like mm-hmm. makes your nails like very thick, mm-hmm. which is good because... I'd be hitting my hands on everything all the time. Yeah. Um. So I got my nails done because I'm surprising my mom tomorrow.
0: She's coming back to New York. I
1: am. Thank God. Flying into the motherload LaGuardia. I hate that place, but oh, don't we all? Do.
0: It's actually the bane of my existence. I cannot stand that airport.
1: Apparently, the construction is done, but. I don't know. I will see. And I'm, I not will yeah. I'm not I buying like it for a
0: second. I'm not buying
1: it. And then after I got my nails done, I went to SLT and I took class. Mm-hmm. And now I'm done for the whole day. So I get to relax and pack and all of that fun stuff and chat with you. <laughs> I love it. Yes. What are you up to today?
0: Oh, I am. <laughs> I worked out today. So I've been taking the class by Taryn I never like she has a studio out here and i just like never bothered to go because <laughs> i was
1: just, where is it oh is it at the barn
0: it's still at the barn it's in bridge um so i just like never bothered to go yeah. um just because i'm not gonna drive all the way to bridge to take a workout class like it doesn't yeah. make sense um so i've been using the app which you know right now is safer working out at home um And I was just like, oh, I don't really want to do this today. I don't feel like doing cardio. I don't necessarily feel like doing intense strength. Like I was just like, I just want to, I just want to do yoga. And then I just couldn't figure out like what I wanted to do in terms of yoga. So I was like, oh, fine, whatever. I'm just going to do, I'm going to take a 35 minute express class. And I did it and ended up sobbing in a pile on the floor. I was like, well, I guess I needed that, but
1: absolutely. (laughs) I think I've taken the class like once and for listeners that do not know what the class is, you are like working out, but it's, I feel like it's more of this like emotional and spiritual release. Like you are like screaming at the top of your lungs and like using your breath. And it's, it's a very intense experience. I also couldn't imagine giving it with a mask on. So I'm curious to know how the class is going in studio. If they are
0: open in studio, I don't know.
1: I don't know if they are. Have to do some research, but the class is intense. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in a minute, but I am honestly not surprised that that happened to you today. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good, though. To it let feels, it felt so
0: good. I was like, is this sweat? Is this tears? Like It's both. <laughs> it's both what's happening. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like it's completely changed my relationship to movement and exercise, I think because trigger warning talking about eating disorder, um, I for so long used exercise as like a form of like punishment or as a way of like earning food or earning things Absolutely. that I would otherwise enjoy, um, or like have guilt associated with it, and I feel. I always felt like, oh, I have to work out. I have to work out. Whereas, like, the class for me is, like, a matter – it's just a matter of, like, moving my body because I deserve to and because I need to be reminded that, like, hey, this heart beating underneath, you know, my chest and my lungs breathing and doing what they do is a good thing. And to just, like, feel that and be reminded, like, hey, you're alive and be grateful for it is what I need. And, like, the fact that, like, so we carry so much – of um our traumas and like the stuff that happens in life in our bodies and it just gets stored in our muscles and in our cells and sometimes you literally just need to shake that shit out
1: yeah shake it out florence in the machine let it go (laughs) literally no but i agree working out man what like society makes you think like working out is for is like so you could have that cookie or so you could go out with your friends and like have that glass of wine that you want. But like, that's just, I mean, I used to think that's what it was. I feel like everybody that just starts working out, like you have this idea that you work out so you could do X, Y, and Z instead of like, Hey, my body's really dope and incredible. And I work out because it releases endorphins. It makes me just Feel good. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like, yes, you could work out and be like, you know, when I work out, like I do like the way I look. Like, of course, you can always think that. But, and the end of it all, working out is for you, right. period. Not for anybody else, society, none of that. Like, mm-hmm. you find what works for you. If that's yoga, the class, spinning, running outside, just do what makes you feel good, man.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) So we haven't disclosed this, but you are a fitness instructor. Glad I am. That you are. Um, Will you tell us a little bit about what you do and like your favorite forms of movement and how you got into it?
1: Oh, sure. Well, I teach Pure Bar and I teach SLT. So Pure Bar, I feel like everyone knows what Pure Bar is. It's probably one of, like, the first bar franchises to open. Mm-hmm. Um, it is more, like, smaller movements, no impact, so good if you, you know, have any injuries or you're just starting to work out. And then SLT stands for Strengthen, Lengthen, and Tone. Look at me, mm-hmm. in my company that I love.
0: Yes.
1: Um, it's on a machine called a Megaformer. Mm-hmm. So you are pretty much working under time, under tension. You control this machine with Mm -hmm. the strength of your body. Mm -hmm. So it's actually pretty intense. Um, I've been teaching Pure Bar for probably like four plus years now in SLT for just about a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But how I got into this whole like fitness realm is when I was in college and then dropped out, I decided that school was not for me, which is totally fine. Um, and I moved back to New York. Side note, I used to live in South Carolina for, I would say a brief moment of my life, but it was like 10 years. That is still not...
0: <laughs> That's like almost half your life, Olivia. <laughs> I
1: moved to the fifth grade and it was like devastating. But anywho, so... I was going to school for early childhood education Mm -hmm. and halfway through my sophomore year, I was like teaching dance at a dance studio. And I was like, I think I would rather teach dance or like do something with dance instead of be in a school system. Because growing up, I never really like Enjoyed school that much. I truth truthfully wasn't that great at it. So mm-hmm. I feel like I have negative thoughts towards school and like the learning process. Um, so I wanted to go like the more artistic route. But then halfway through my sophomore year, when I started like picking up more dance classes, I was like, I'm already teaching dance. So why do I necessarily need this like degree for another three years on how to teach dance? If I was like already doing it, I don't know. I had yeah. like revelation. So I applied to this training program in New York City at Broadway Dance Center. It's just like a six-month program. You go, there's international kids as well, and it's like a six-month program where you pick um, a style to focus in on, and then you take like 14 dance classes a week with like that style being the most, and then you take like ballet, like whatever else, um, and then there's different opportunities for you to, like, choreograph and show your work and all that fun stuff. So I did that for six months and was commuting from Patchog to Manhattan, like, five days a week for six Woman! <laughs> like, I think, like, people were like, oh, my God, she moved to New York. And I was like, oh, my God, I moved in with my mom and my grandma, which I loved. But I was taking the LIRR at... The lure? The lure at (laughs) the ass crack of dawn for six months straight, which it was like the best experience of my life, but it was a lot in the end. I'm happy that I didn't learn a lot about myself. But when the program ended, Mm -hmm. I obviously was like, well, what now? So I had reached out to like apply at a pure bar while I was in the program and they never got back to me. And then all of a sudden they had an opening. So I auditioned, I got the job, I did training. So that's like how all of that started. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I did this switch of like, wow, I spent all my money on this program and now I really need to work a lot. So then I started teaching for pure bar and then I started working for Lululemon. You already know that's where we met. Holy. (laughs) Holy Grail, (laughs) just a little bit of PTSD. (laughs) No, I like really. I learned so much about myself working at that store and managing myself and others and all of that emotional stuff that you go through there. And then while I was working there, I started teaching for AKT. Oh, and that's right Colleen and I did our third and then I did their training which was also in the city so I was working at Lululemon teaching up here in Southampton and then commuting back into the city three days a week to do AKT training and just
0: Long Island things
1: Just Long Island things you know you really <laughs> want to live in New York but you can't afford to live in the city <laughs> sex in the city isn't real people it's really not real you will live with your parents until you're thirty. If you live on Long Island, is my true. true it's
0: true. Feeling. It is.
1: It's true, Dave. So Dana's true. you in Aaron's basement right now. <laughs> Wait, blast me. Which, like, but like COVID, you know?
0: But COVID. I mean, it happened to literally everybody. Literally it happened everybody. to everybody.
1: But yeah, I just blabbed for 20 minutes, but that's like the gist of how I got into fitness was like moving back to New York, dancing being broke. I can move my body. So let's, and I know about my body. So let's do some fitness. And then I kind of just never looked back. I never like thought about school again. I was just like, wow, I could do this. A few mental breakdowns here and there, but you know, I did it.
0: (laughs) Story of my life, you know, a few mental breakdowns later.
1: (laughs) Yeah. then Wow. Things changed. I stopped teaching for AKT. Quit my job at Lululemon, still was teaching for Pira Bar. When did I? And then I moved into Brooklyn at some point. Yep. Like almost two years ago, moved into Brooklyn. Oh my gosh. And I had another job, which I won't even get into because that was a disaster of a job that I had. You probably, I don't even know. I was working. Wait, there.
0: off the record. Wait, where were
1: you working? I was working for Elements which like has a studio out here. Oh my gosh, and yes. I, yes. I was like hired as like I don't even know what I, some job that didn't end up being what I was told it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So when that happened then I joined SLT's training program. Was about to finish their training program. They were like we're opening up a studio in Raleigh and I had always thought about coming back down to the south just for like money reasons. The city was stressing me out. I miss driving in my car which is like the most ridiculous thing to say, but like the subway is trash. <laughs> um, yeah. So then I just like you know packed my bags and moved to Raleigh, and now I teach for SLT and Pure Bar, and then I also teach dance to some little kiddos at a dance studio. See, life comes full circle. It really does. Still doing it. My knees can't handle it anymore. I you know not breaking my back like I used to in high school, but we're here. I feel like we've talked about
0: this. We were just like, you try dancing again and you're like in your early 20s and like not in your mid-teens.
1: No. Like, like The amount of pain. It's so bad. You know the video I put up on my Instagram like a month ago of me dancing with my friend? Yeah. And like who thought it was a good idea for me to do floor work like I used to when I was in high school? I was like, I'm still like fit. And then we did the floor work. It looked cool in the video, but I literally couldn't walk for like a week. My quads were so on fire. But it also explains so much why in high school I was just like bouncing off the walls because my body could apparently literally do everything. I, I thought I would hurt myself physically when I did this dance.
0: Olivia, I – it's like unreal how much dr- – like. Like five, six, seven years probably um, does to your body (laughs) in terms of aging. When did
1: I graduate high school?
0: I, like, I remember I used to wear like, my bruises around, like, freaking metals. I was like. I
1: wanted to wear a short dress to prom, and my mom was like, your knees are bruised. You can't. And it, like, (laughs) ruined my life. I was like, (laughs) I want to show off my bruised knees. Bruised knees. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Say that 10 it, times fast.
0: Bruise knees?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like the bee's knees. <laughs>
0: the bruise knees. Um, <laughs> but, like, now that I'm older, it's just, it's, everything hurts. I feel like, I mean, I bruised easily back then. I can't imagine now what I would look like after one class.
1: Literally. I mean, I, my kneecaps used to literally be black and blue and swollen. And I wouldn't even think anything of it. I'd be like, look at look at this. It's so cool. Like <laughs> I chuck myself onto the floor and pick myself right back up. Yep. For someone to tell me to do it again ten times. I would <laughs> I would
0: get a running start and throw my body and slide across the floor and I'd be like, Wee, this is fun. If I tried that shit now, oh you wouldn't see Boston. me tomorrow. No, you would not Boston. see me tomorrow.
1: <laughs> it's like I feel like outsiders who don't dance don't realize like the physical toll that dance takes on your body that stays with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like my back will never be the same. Oh no. My lower back I'm like 95 easily. 95 my lower back that's the age of my <laughs> lower back is 95. Mm-hmm. My knees are probably like 60. The rest of my body's like, eh, I'm 24. Maybe the rest of my body's like 35. That's how I'm feeling. (laughs) Every part of my body has a different age. My face still looks like I'm 17, though, so that's good. I'll like that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what I that's what I tell myself. But then it's like I go to the airport and they're like, "Are you 12?"
1: And I'm like, "Oh, that's like my 21st birthday when the bouncer broke my ID in half. I was like, I actually need that to drive my car. But thank you." it's been really fun <laughs> I'm like all I want to do is get wasted with my friends and you just snapped my ID in half <laughs> no <laughs> I was mortified I was like is this what it's gonna be like for the rest of my life apparently apparently I well, do have to say with the mask on people are not IDing as much
0: Like, even when you go to the
1: grocery store, they're not like, pull your mask down or anything like that. They just ask for your birthday. At least that's what I've experienced, Mm. which is fine. But then they ask you your birthday and you're like, what is my birthday? (laughs) And you're like, don't mess up. They're going to think you have a fake ID again. (laughs) I don't know if this is triggering for anybody. Probably not. I don't know if you had a fake ID, Dana, but I sure as hell did. And my mom already knows. So if she's listening, she won't be surprised. Um, I I don't know. I feel like a lot of kids, of course, a lot of kids get a fake ID, but also kids now in college look like they're 35. Yeah. The makeup, the hair, the outfits. I was like, I was going out in shorts and a t-shirt trying to drink a, $3 beer and take a nasty shot. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) But I remember, like, ordering my fake ID online and, like, (laughs) my roommates taking my photo. I lived with girls that were older than me. So they were like, either you're gonna get a fake ID or you're gonna sit inside all the time. I wasn't peer pressured. I was like, "Eh, everyone's doing it. Uh, That is peer pressure. What am I (laughs) talking about? It came in the mail in a puzzle. Like, it was all wrapped up in a puzzle, which I would love to know what everyone that is listening got their fake ID delivered in because Ooh. mine was a puzzle. I don't know if it was my brother or his friend. His was in like a teapot, like they <laughs> weird shit to send you your fake in, but I got my- two because I was smart. Yes. That's what you do. In case
0: one gets taken.
1: But the day that mine came in was my roommate's like 23rd birthday and they didn't take me to some like rinky Dink Dive Bar. They took me to like a brewery. The shit worked. The people are dumb. But I was like in my room prior to going being like da 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 with actress da 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 da. My birthday is da da-da-da, da da. Like trying to memorize it, like looking at myself in the mirror being say it with confidence. <laughs> it worked. It but did. last man of pulling that out and being like don't forget don't say your mother's address from when you were like five like don't forget what is on this id
0: i never had a fake ID. oh of course you didn't
1: (laughs) (laughs) of course you didn't
0: (laughs) i just never felt like i needed one i mean (laughs) i didn't like to go out to begin with i'm like such an introvert my ask my friends from the university of miami my nickname was grandma I'm not joking you. I would stay in. I would rather stay in in my pajamas and watch Netflix by myself.
1: Yeah, I. I wish that I was doing that.
0: Yeah, or I would go to like frat parties where. Yeah, obviously.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't really until when I was not living in a dorm and living in a house with older people that I needed it. Because before that, you go to like house parties and stuff. But I mean, in high school. If anyone from my high school is listening to this, you know that I literally did nothing. I had was, like, probably a goody little two-shoes, which probably still am. But I, like, did nothing. I literally just danced and hung out with my friends. I wasn't, like, going to parties in high school. I just – I guess I didn't really, like, care to. Mm -hmm. So I just never did. And then when I got – to college, I was just like, "Hmm, we'll give it a shot."
0: I want to throw my question list out. The I mean, we'll come back and we'll do twenty something questions, but
1: okay. <laughs> I know it's I- just like we're talking to each other and we're having a conversation, which is so- exactly
0: <laughs> what this podcast is.
1: <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> um, but I feel like we need to talk about New Year's Eve, twenty nineteen,
1: just like. Can the people hear how loud that sigh was? Because I felt it in my chest. (laughs) Little did I know, little did we both know, that this lovely evening that we had, New Year's Eve 2019, where did we get takeout from?
0: I think we got it from Luigi's.
1: Yes. Chef's kiss. Wow, So good. And you know, we're just like Drinking some Prosecco, hanging out with Dana's family. Eating an Italian
0: then, takeout. Eating like, Italian
1: takeout. What else do you do to ring in a new year, right? Right. And then we decided the most epic thing to do on New Year's Eve is to watch Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Little did we know that
0: this would set the tone for our entire 2020. <laughs>
1: But, like, I vividly remember. I think I cry every time I'm watching that movie because I'm literally like, wow, all I need to do is eat, pray, and Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, you see Julia Roberts in the scene with the pizza. You know the scene I'm talking I about. I know the
0: scene with the pizza. You- I love the scene with the pizza. See- when I feel bad about myself, I go and watch
1: the, scene- <laughs> the pizza scene in apple Literally, if you haven't seen this movie, watch this movie if you really need to feel like I don't even know. The feeling when you watch this movie is like, wow, there's so many amazing things to do in this world and you got to forget like all the other shit going on and just solely do what makes you feel like alive and whole. It's like the most cliché movie, but Julia Roberts is an angel from above and then you throw her in Italy. Where else does she go in the movie? She goes. She went to
0: Italy, India, and Bali.
1: Bali. Yes, she ends in Bali. But there's this scene when she's in Italy, and you know she's been eating all this amazing food in Italy, like the pasta, the everything. And there's this scene when her and her friend are sitting down at a table eating this pizza that I would kill to have right now in front of me. So good, and. Her friend is, like, ta- she's talking about, like, her pants don't fit her or something. Yeah, she's, she's, like, she's like, you're not eating
0: your pizza. Because Julia Roberts is, like, you're not eating your pizza. And she was, like, I can't. She goes, I've gained 10 pounds. And <laughs> Liz, Julia Roberts' character, who's a real woman, um, <laughs> Liz Gilbert, we love her, um, basically is, like... You're going to tell me that every time you've undressed in front of a man, he's asked you to leave. She said, no, she says, she says.
1: It's so good. And all the
0: times you've been undressed in front of a man, has he ever asked you to leave? And she goes, no.
1: Like literally mic drop.
0: Yeah. And then she goes, okay.
1: Think about that. Have you ever been in front of a man, undressed yourself or whatever you're doing with him, you know, to each his own. (laughs) Been vulnerable, and he was like, Leave, no, eat the damn pizza. Yeah, (laughs) she was like, Okay, so we're gonna eat our pizza, we're
0: gonna go watch the soccer match, and then tomorrow we're gonna go buy ourselves some new jeans. Yes, and that has been that has been like as cliche as it sounds, that has been very much like my motto for this year I feel like I agree completely like my life and my lifestyle have changed so much in the past few years and I'm gonna sit here and like I have so much to be grateful for and like I have so many great people in my life and like things and projects that I'm working on that I'm excited about and I'm gonna get and I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna be upset because you know my size two jeans don't fit anymore like
1: it's like almost like we knew We knew, but we didn't know watching that movie that we needed to see that movie in that moment and see that scene because four months later, we were going to be in a quarantine and everything was going to change.
0: Yep. Our life was going to flip upside down and it was, you you are going to have to sit with the parts of yourself that maybe you don't like so much. Yeah. Yeah. And sit with the discomfort. And for me, that... uh, I mean, uh, it's something that comes up like, over and over again in my life, but it's like if you have to buy the bigger jeans, buy the bigger jeans. The number on the jeans, like on the pair, doesn't say anything about who you are, who you are as a person, what's in your heart. It's literally what fits and what doesn't. And yeah. that is it. All it is is data.
1: It's like you constantly, I mean, I, I do it all the time like body image, yo, know, we're going in people. Oh, is we're like going in. We are taking a deep dive. Um, I mean, I struggle with it to this day. I have yet to fully understand how to like completely love myself, which is like a struggle. Like, do you ever fully really love yourself? Is like a constant question in my head. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I have good days and I have bad days. Yeah. And I can remember I mean, when I was in high school up until the end of my junior year, I mean, I wore a size two prom dress to uh, my junior prom, which Mm -hmm. was fine because I was like healthy and that was my body type. But I was like a stick. I had the ass, but I had like no boobs, no curves, nothing. I still was like a young teen. And then summer leading into my senior year of high school – my body did a full 180 on me and was Mm -hmm. like, curve, here you go. Butt, boobs, your body's changing. What are you going to do about it? And honestly, it was really hard sometimes. Like I remember, oh my gosh, the first time, this is like a weird thing to talk about. I don't know if many women or if you're a male, whatever you identify as, like the moment that you like see like your first stretch mark or like, mm. right? Yeah, your face. I know. I can tell no, you.
0: No, here's the thing. I had them. I just didn't know what they were until someone called it out and po- oh called it God. for what it is. I had them because my butt grew fast it happens. at a young age and it happens. And I like, didn't think anything of it. Yeah. I just was like, oh, that's new. And then just like, didn't give a second thought about it until I was trying on bathing suits. And someone was like, are those stretch marks? And I was like, is that what those
1: are? (laughs) You're like, thank you. See, mine was like a similar scenario. I was at the beach with my family. Someone didn't point it out. It was just myself because up until like my body changing, I never really like looked at my body and was like, like thought, negative things about it I don't know it was like when the shift happened that's why I was like why did this happen to me and I remember like being at my family's beach house and like putting my bathing suit on to go down to the beach and like putting sunscreen on and like seeing one and like I was like mom what is this and she was like it's probably like just a stretch mark like whatever and I was literally like oh here I go like my yeah. body is literally transforming how am I going to handle it? Like, what am I going to do? It was fine. I probably didn't think that much about it, but you don't realize like how much that one moment like sticks with you for the rest of your life until like seven years down the road, you're in your mid twenties and you're putting clothes on and then they're like all over your body now. Yep. Like your hips, like everywhere. And it's just like, you either accept it or you run from it. And it depends on the day. Like I have days where I'm like, what the heck? Like, why is this? Why is there like so much of everything Mm -hmm. going on with my body? Mm -hmm. And then there are days where I'm like, I don't have the body of a 13 year old. Like I have the body of like a woman. Like my body's been through some shit. My mind's been through shit. Like my body has taken me like so much through my life and has gone through so many different changes and so many different phases. Like." that you just have to embrace what you have and think about the people that you're with and the memories that you have in your body. Because if you're with people that love you for who you are, Mm -hmm. they're not ever going to be like, Olivia, what happened to your body? They're going to be like, shit, you look so good and you look so happy. Yeah. That's, it's so- They're going to be
0: like, like, I'm happy you're here. Yes. And, oh, I- Want I feel like this comes up? Uh, I've seen a couple of memes about it that have been like passed around TikTok and Facebook and Twitter. But it's like, can we normalize weight gain after 16 years old? Like, no crap! I don't have the same body I did when I was 16 years old because yeah. I wasn't done. Gro- I'm not done i am was not done growing.
1: Literally, I was I- not done
0: growing.
1: I was so it was so not normalized when I was in high school that when I went to go get my senior year prom dress and it was a size eight and I wore it two the year before, I was like I was like in shock. I was like, how am I gonna find a prom dress that fits me? This is ridiculous. Of course I look back at photos and I'm like, I'm look bomb as I'll get out. But (laughs) in the moment you're like trying a dress on and you like are like okay, I need the next size up. Okay, like, here I go again. Mm -hmm. And, but then I look at it now and I look back on the photos and I'm like, I had so much fun that night. Why did that even, like, cross my mind? Right. And But it's just society. It's, like, not normalized.
0: And here's the thing. People are going to profit off of, and it's usually straight white men uh, Uh who usually, (laughs) who usually profit off of us women feeling bad about ourselves who are pushing this idea of fat phobia or like fear of being fat or having fat on your body Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: like has nothing to do with your worth as a person like it's literally like someone um i follow on instagram said today like yeah when i weigh myself i know that that number has nothing to do with who i am all it is is data All it is is data. That is. I don't even
1: own a scale because I like can't bring myself to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I people have scales for different reasons, and that person is completely correct. It's literally just data. It's a number. Yeah. But society makes a number. You correlate it with something else. Oh, I weigh over X, Y, and Z great, no one's going to want to date me. Great, I'm not going to fit into these jeans. I'm not going to get this job. Like People Mm -hmm. are going to look at me differently. You just like send yourself into this big circle and then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I don't even like the way I look because I'm telling myself that.
0: Right, and it's like because it's portrayed in popular media that the woman who is thin, who is small, who is dainty, who is petite, is more desirable and is more worthy of love and that could not be farther from the truth
1: growing up i probably didn't really think about like what these women looked like but now that i'm like in my mid-20s and i'm looking at them yes they're all beautiful and their body type is their body type and whatever but there's gonna be that little girl that's watching tv that's like none of these girls like look they don't have the body that I have. So this man on the TV will never like me. No boy will ever like me Yep, because my body doesn't look like their body, which their bodies are perfect for them. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's their body. They're healthy. But if we just implemented a little bit more diversity in any television show and TV period movies of like the leading lady in a movie being, you know, a little curvy or, like, anything. Yeah. Just something other than that. hmm You know, very passionate about that now.
0: Oh, I am the most passionate about it. The most I, awesome. uh, And, like, Shelby and I talked about this in the last episode, but even, like, when looking for, like, tattoo artists, it's like, we just want to be tattooed by someone that looks like us you know see I don't see
1: tattoos but this completely makes sense
0: and when you know we go to look for tattoo inspiration like it would be nice to see inspiration and like tattoos done on bigger bodies tattoos done on darker skin tattoos done on XYZ like It.
1: I know it's like it's
0: so hard to like wrap my brain around it because I know exactly how I feel about it but it's like you just want to be seen and represented and like
1: exactly because it's not like you or I or anyone going through this is like body shaming anyone for the size that they are you know, no. like whether you're a size two or a size 12, like I am not body shaming you. It just would be nice to have representation of all body types across right. the board.
0: All body types, all abilities. It's frustrating when it's like it's 2020 and, and
1: we have more time on our hands out now than ever to watch TV, sit on yeah. social media, Yep, you know. Research tattoos that you want, and you're like, "What is going on?"
0: Yeah, it's like, why? Why isn't there anybody that looks like me? Yeah. So.
1: <sighs> wow. Yep. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Ah. So and limitless.
0: Yeah, but that's all to say, yeah. all bodies are beautiful. All bodies are beautiful. are beautiful. All skin colors are beautiful Don't let a cis hat white man tell you that you're not because
1: oh they're on my shit list right now,
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude. They're on everybody's shit list right now.
1: They're on my shit list. All right, we've reached the part of
0: the podcast called Twenty Something (gasps) Questions for a Twenty Something.
1: Oh, that's me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? I think so. Alrighty. Who would play you in the movie of your life?
1: Um, oh, wow. I'd really like to go with, um, Jennifer Garner. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I, if fun fact, 13 going on 30 is my true identity, my true life. I used to stay home from school and pretend that I was sick to watch that movie religiously. <laughs> and when I'm having, like, a terrible day, I will put that mm-hmm. movie on. But her and that movie, and just her in general, like, if you don't follow her on Instagram and watch her cook while her kids are asleep, and she's making, like, a bunk cake, and she's like, I gotta be quiet and open the cabinet. And she's just so cute. I love her. And everything she's, she stands for. She's yes.
0: fantastic. <laughs> Automatic swipe left on a dating app.
1: If you have a... <laughs> Because I feel like all of my friends know what I'm about to say, but if you have a photo holding a fish, I will not.
0: <laughs> this is a PSA to any and all men that are listening uh, to this podcast. <laughs> Please stop posing um, with fish carcasses. We simply
1: dead fish. Who wants to see you holding that now? If there's a, I don't that- know
0: what kind of sick mating ritual this is, <laughs> but it's not. It's not doing it. I'm not turned on by a fish carcass. I hate to break it to you.
1: I have to compose myself. <laughs> like, the worst is when you're scrolling through someone's profile and they're like, yes, yes, yes. Cool, cool, cool. Last picture, fish pic. What the F? No. Get it out.
0: Unsolicited fish pics. Fish pic. Unsolicited dick pics.
1: <laughs> yeah, would you rather get a fish See, a fish pick or a pick pick is the real question of 2020. (laughs) Personally, I'd rather go without either of them, but I mean, if you like the fish, maybe there's a certain type of lady that likes the fish pick, which no judgment, but
0: no judgment, but I don't think I know any of them.
1: (laughs) Me either. People in my circle don't like the fish pick. So take the advice boys and delete the fish pick.
0: Yeah. You'll, you'll be better off. Promise. Automatic swipe right.
1: Oh. Um, Um, I'm a sucker if this is gonna sound terrible. I'm a sucker if you got a photo with your family and it's you you know, you, you care about your family. Or um if like your prompts are like actually good with your answer and like it actually like tells me about you and what you're interested in. Especially if it's like makes me laugh. Great. Yes. Yes.
0: Last thing you listen to on Spotify. Oh, I can tell
1: you right now. Oh <laughs> god, I'm scared. I you know I listen to everything.
0: I know. Olivia is the queen of playlist making. Like.
1: Oh yeah. Um, the last thing I listen <laughs> to on Spotify. I can't believe these words are gonna come out of my mouth because it's like, what 220 on a Wednesday? Um the last thing that I listened to on <laughs> Spotify <laughs> um is by the one and only fifty cent just <laughs>
0: bit. I'm sorry, what was
1: the name? You know, just a little bit. Dan oh, yeah. all I need is a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, fucking go shake your ass, girl. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> that I music like gets me amped in the car, so it's fine.
0: The movie you would insert yourself into,
1: Dirty Dancing.
0: I thought you were going to say Thirteen Going on Thirty. I would insert
1: myself into that, but like Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Still looking for that Patrick Swayze moment in my life. Aren't we all? In that In that movie specifically.
0: Favorite form of self care.
1: Um, a bath. Yeah. I love baths. <laughs> my voice,
0: I love baths <laughs>
1: so much. I took one two nights ago. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: how do you turn around a crummy mood?
1: Um, I blast music and I dance around.
0: Go-to drink. I feel like we talked about this.
1: Um. Spicy margarita. Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: Go-to meal to share with someone. So like if someone was coming over to your my house for dinner.
1: Share? <laughs> There's a moment from my childhood that I will never forget of me like getting up from the table and being like, don't touch my food to go to, the- cause I was going to the bathroom and I was like, nobody touch my food. My mom will still bring it up. <laughs> um, I will take off of your plate, but you will not touch my plate. Um, but I do share. <laughs> if I like you, I'll share my food. Um, like if someone's coming over or if we're like out to eat or like both scenarios like if
0: you're if someone's coming over to for dinner what would you make and like what would you like want to share with them
1: oh wow um this is hard someone asked me about my cooking skills yesterday and i think they're like average so um well Maybe the meal wouldn't be like shared, obviously, because we have our own plates. But if I've got like a little app going on, I love a charcuterie board.
0: Charcuterie.
1: Charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
0: will say cool. you are an excellent nacho sharer.
1: Oh, <gasps> You bet your bottom dollar I am. I love <laughs> some nachos.
0: Um,
1: Dang, why did you think of that and I didn't? Well, because
0: like- <laughs> you were like, I don't share food. I'm like, I'm not sure we split nachos all the time.
1: I do love nachos. It's because I haven't – I couldn't tell you the last time I had nachos, which is sad because
0: – That is so disappointing.
1: You just got <laughs> so close to the mic. Nobody can see you, but you, like, put the mic up, and you're like, that is – I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had nachos in a while? <laughs> terrible. It is terrible, but maybe I'll have some when I'm home because my mom and I – Usually, is this airing tomorrow? My mom's not gonna listen. No,
0: no, no, okay. no, no, no. I was no, just nice like, week. I'm thinking,
1: my mom's gonna hear this in this two month. weeks. It's gonna be ruined. Yeah. Um, but Painters in Brookhaven has nachos and they get served on this like wooden slab and they're amazing. So hopefully I'll have those when I'm home.
0: How do you take your coffee?
1: I used to drink my coffee black, but. I usually do coffee and some sort of like almond milk creamer. Ooh. Yes.
0: Favorite TikTok sound.
1: <laughs> it's a new one. You said favorite TikTok sound? Yeah. <laughs> <I> can't even <laughs> say it. It's so ridiculous, but it's the new one that's like smack my ass like a drum. Doom. You know <laughs> Does anybody know that one? Because I will play it. My I play you it? Please play it because I don't know it. Oh my god, I said it to Alyssa. I was like, do you know the TikTok sound that's like, smack my ass like a drum. It's just funny. And oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Someone <laughs> listening better know this sound. Okay, let me find it. It's literally in my search bar because I tried to find it for Alyssa. <laughs> People will like put it to a random scenario. It's like, A guy walks in with, like, a hoodie on, a flannel shirt over it, and then the sound's like, smack my ass like a drum. Like, you get it? Mm -hmm. Okay, but this is the sound. Smack my ass like a drum. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, it slaps. (laughs) It slaps. I literally can't believe that's my favorite TikTok sound right now. But it is. What's your favorite TikTok sound?
0: Oh, I love... Oh, so many. Um, I One of my all-time favorites will always be... Very much I did not. Not me. Wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I also love uh, Chikatita from Mama Mia. But yes. from, like, another room.
1: <laughs> oh, it's like... I feel like I can associate different TikTok sounds with different parts of quarantine. <laughs>
0: Isn't that terrifying?
1: I mean, the app like blew up during quarantine. Like, good for them and you know, good for the kids that are making billions off of this app. But yeah. who, wait, who's your favorite TikToker? <sighs> also, Christmas TikTok is that's not even a favorite sound because it's just Christmas music. But I don't, I also
0: don't know, know if I TikTok. have a favorite TikToker. This might be a little biased, but like, my friend Lauren makes pretty killer TikToks, <laughs> she's one of my favorites. They're oh, really well, funny. Well, um
1: i wish i I also
0: like (laughs) claudia conway
1: (laughs) oh wow yeah that's a good one
0: (laughs) uh she's my favorite right now and i also like oh madeline 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 i don't know how to pronounce that name turner but she does a lot of cool like collagey quirky they're just like super artistic and super cool. I'll have to send them, but it's Madeline Turner. It's mm-hmm. in underscore two underscore deep MP three is her oh, screen okay. name. Um, but they're just so cool. You can tell she puts a lot of time and effort into oh, making I her TikToks.
1: Recently, my for you page has been attacking me with like tarot card readings that are a little too personal. <laughs> <laughs> Is he thinking about you? Let's pull some cards. He is, but he needs to work on himself. And then he'll get back to you in six to eight months. And I'm like, well, rude. I don't want that. I don't want any of that, actually. Please. Leave me alone and stop showing up on my For You page. No, please. Okay. No, please. Please no.
0: <laughs>
1: Celebrity crush. Can I pick two? Yes. Um, Paul Rudd and Mark Ruffalo. You mm-hmm. already know. Oh, I already know. Third personality-wise, not that it's not Paul Rudd, would be uh, John Mulaney. Yeah, but I got a soft spot for Mark Ruffalo and Paul Rudd.
0: That we do. What did you want to be when you grew up? What do you like? When you were younger, what did you want to be? When
1: I wanted to be a school teacher, actually.
0: Favorite movie soundtrack.
1: Oh, that's evil. Wow. Can I pick a few?
0: Okay. I'm
1: so bad. I get, I'm, so bad. I'm very indecisive. Um, Dirty Dancing, obviously, that's one of them. That soundtrack mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Killer. Killer. Um, oh, my God. There was literally just one in my Perks of Being a Wallflower, great soundtrack.
0: Fantastic soundtrack.
1: Fantastic soundtrack. And... Um, just any romantic comedy if you've got like um what's that one song that's literally in every romantic comedy um this will be me hey, and love any movie that has that i'm like great <laughs>
0: the parent trap i think it's at the end of the parent trap right
1: it is yeah it's in a lot of movies oh, i freaking love the
0: parent trap the parent yeah. trap is like how i turn around a bad day
1: I agree. I used to watch that movie all the time. I haven't watched it in a minute, but great pick.
0: what's, Wait, a what's your
1: favorite soundtrack?
0: 500 Days of Summer.
1: Oh, yeah, I knew that.
0: Yeah. Um, what's a petty hill you would die, die on?
1: Oh, my God. What? Can you give me an example?
0: Like, okay, our friend Mel put this in her instagram story and i was so intrigued like uh-huh. my petty hill is like mayonnaise is an inferior condiment
1: oh my god <laughs> mel with her f- i love mel mel if you're listening to this your like instagram questions make me so happy but the petty hill that i will die on is wow
0: I'd be like i'll change the question similar same same
1: Dishwasher, but- not the sink that's my petty thing <laughs>
0: Same, same but different. What's an unpopular opinion of yours?
1: Oh no! This is like making me really reflect a lot on myself. An unpopular opinion of mine. Um. Oh no! Give me a hint. I'm trying to think of this movie where everyone's like, "This movie's so great," and I'm like, "This movie sucks." Pulp Fiction. No. Don't let Kate hear you say that. I know. <laughs> oh
0: <my laughs> this is getting God. edited out so quick.
1: <laughs> um,
0: but that's like the classic film boy trip. They're like, Pulp Fiction's my favorite movie. Yeah, everyone's I like, Quentin Tarantino. have you seen
1: that one movie? Um, You know, Pulp Fiction? And I'm like, yes, I've seen it. Like, calm down. <laughs> um, oh, Wow. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but in my personal opinion, the Star Wars movies aren't that great. <laughs> I'm going to get roasted something for this.
0: I don't think, I mean, given the demographic of who listens to my podcast, I don't think you're going to get too much heat for no, that. <laughs>
1: but like, I know people that are like, I mean, like, I, I'm me, like Harry Potter obsessed. So like some people don't like that. I get it but also like jk rowling what are you doing right now but
0: (laughs) big (laughs) mood
1: big mood (laughs) big mood but like people are so infatuated with the star wars movies which is cool but i don't think i've ever appreciated them for what they are that's fair yeah
0: that's fine everybody's got their own thing i mean i wouldn't walk into comic-con and say that out loud but
1: (laughs) (laughs) star wars
0: (laughs) (laughs) um, my microphone's falling (laughs) Uh, what's on your bucket list
1: um go to Greece
0: yeah you wanna live out Mamma Mia
1: (laughs) literally my husband lives in Greece I know it in my bones I feel it or in Italy one of the two
0: (laughs) what's a non-negotiable in a relationship (laughs) oh
1: Communication! (laughs) Do I need to spell it out for you boys? Communication. Not just like a text once a day. Meaningful communication. Clear communication.
0: Yes. That is the bare minimum.
1: Literally the bare minimum. I recently discovered that I was accepting less than the bare minimum when it came to communication. Which is complete and total BS. Ladies, raise your standards. Communication is the bare minimum.
0: Like, stop being impressed by the way a man can hold a conversation.
1: Yeah, he could probably do that with his friend. You are a friend if you're in a relationship.
0: Like, do not be impressed by the bare minimum. The bar, raise it higher. The bar is on the ground right now.
1: I mean, I'm higher. guilty. I'm like, oh my god, he said I was pretty, or like, oh my god, he said he missed me. Oh my god, he said hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> he, he typed three letters, H E Y. I'm like, oh shit, he talked to me today. <laughs> Attention, what? I love it. <laughs> I love that shit. I live for that shit. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's backtrack. I, I mean, it's all about. You gotta like be on my level of communication period.
0: Guys, can we guess what Olivia's sun sign is? <laughs>
1: oh, i <I'm a> Leo! <laughs> I shine, baby! You know, I'm gonna be in your face. You know, I'm screaming. Thank God my roommate is at home, but I'm screaming at the top of my lungs during this whole podcast. <laughs> we are gonna have no trouble picking up my voice, I guarantee it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm a Leo. Actually, I feel like I'm not a Leo. I am a Leo through and through, but People are always like, Leos are like, it's all about them all the time, which like it is to an extent, but at the same time, it's not, I don't really know.
0: Yeah. Well, here's a Leo question for you. (gasps) What's your favorite thing about yourself?
1: Oh, wow. My favorite thing about myself is um, how I show up for others. I will be, whether you're my, whether it's a friendship, uh, relationship, any type of relationship, friendly, romantic, family, whatever, I will be there for you no matter what. It's such a cliche, but like, I will cheer you on. I will cry with you. Like, just give me the chance, man. <laughs> Let me be your friend. I can,
0: I can confirm, uh, Olivia is a ride or die
1: oh yes I am I am I'm loyal to my people which is a big Leo quality yes but you cross me once and you won't cross me again because you'll Um. be
0: dead (laughs) (laughs) last question what would you go back and tell your 18 year old self
1: Um. Hmm. oh wow that question, what would I tell my 18-year-old self? Um, hold on to, like, the little moments that make you feel special. Yeah, I know. Go cry, guys. Go get a tissue. <laughs> I made you cry, but, like, yeah. It's really not that big of a deal. Like, look at, yeah, look at the big picture, but, like, pick out the little things that yeah. make this picture so whole. That's. So poetic, wow. (laughs) You know, one day I'll write a book. My dad tells me I'm good with words, but then I use my words, and boys are like, "ew." (laughs) 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 They're like, "Oh wow, she's a lot," and I'm like, "Yeah." No,
0: you're not. Listen, what's that saying? It's like, strong women intimidate boys, but strong women also excite men. So
1: okay, say less. You know, wow. 24 years on this earth. One day. One day.
0: One day. Well. Vivi. Any last words before I
1: kill you? No. Um, (laughs) thanks for letting me do this. Like
0: Oh, thank you for being here. This was so fun. Yay! I I had so
1: much fun. Um yeah, I'm probably gonna hate the sound of my own voice, but I'll pretend that it's somebody else talking when I listen to this. But um, listeners, don't even follow me on Instagram. Go follow me on Spotify. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. Her playlists are killer.
1: Come find me specifically the one that's songs that makes me want to boogie. It's 24 hours of pure bliss.
0: So, my <laughs> listeners. <laughs> To my listeners, go vote, wash your hands, wear a mask, wear a mask over your nose, and be kind. This has to be the most candid um, podcast recording I've had this fa- like so far. Hey, like this is truly what Olivia and I are like when we hang out together. We just sit and we scream in the living room.
1: <laughs> and Literally anyone that is looking to scream, call me
0: true long islanders
1: i almost just dropped my phone number that would have been really stupid <laughs> who am i i'll
0: <laughs> drop her address if you guys want to go say hi i'm
1: kidding oh my god <laughs> hop on a plane i'm bored
0: <laughs> all righty <laughs> thanks for listening thank you olivia for being here of course um and we'll catch you next week bye-bye
1: bye